Hi, I'm Sean Pratt. Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast, where we discuss all things to help you build your voiceover momentum. Today's host is Gary McFadden. Gary, what's the topic of the day? Hey, Sean. Today, as it turns out, I'm interviewing myself. I've seen a number of questions in various online forums and chat groups about purchasing used voiceover equipment. Should you purchase used equipment? What types of equipment can be safely purchased? Where are good places to find used equipment? And so forth. When I thought about hunting up someone who might be a good guest here on the podcast to discuss purchasing used equipment, I realized that I'm a prime example of someone who has purchased lots of used equipment. In fact, most of my primary equipment has been purchased on the used market. So, in this episode, I'm going to talk about some of my experiences in purchasing used voiceover equipment, and in an upcoming episode, I'll share the results of some experiences of other voice talent that I've been gathering through some polls over on the VoiceOver Insider Connect page on Facebook. First of all, I think there's a potential for a lot of good used equipment to be coming onto the market right now. A lot of people seem to have decided at the start of the pandemic that it was a good time to get into voiceover work. Maybe they lost their job, or were working from home and found they had extra time because they weren't commuting, or maybe they were unfortunate enough to believe some of the hype ads that seemed to proliferate online with the message that you too can make big money in voiceover. And you can do it by taking this three-hour class, and you'll end up with your custom demo at the end of the session. Even if there aren't a lot of people who have realized that it's not that easy to just fall into voiceover work, there are always people trading up or deciding that they really need that microphone that was featured in the latest mic shootout or really want to try that fancy interface that accepts all the plugins that emulate the fancy preamps and microphones that only the gods of the voiceover industry can afford. So, here's a quick tour of my studio and what I've purchased used over the years. My first used purchase, made through Craigslist, was an interface. I had already purchased my first microphone new, and it took an XLR cable. In other words, it wasn't a USB mic, Not that there's anything wrong with that, especially as a starter microphone. On Craigslist, I found a used Mbox FireWire interface that came with an older copy of the software my first voiceover coach recommended, Pro Tools. I won't go into why that may not be the best piece of software for someone just getting into voiceover, but the Mbox was certainly serviceable, and it even came with a FireWire cable. I remember that the arrangement was that we would meet outside of a large bookstore, Powell's, in downtown Portland, Oregon. I was living about 60 miles to the east of Portland at the time, on the Columbia River Gorge. We drove into the city, my partner headed into Powell's to shop for books, and I waited on the sidewalk in front of the store, trying to look like an aspiring voice talent, whatever that looks like. The owner of the inbox walked right by me but I recognized the logo on the box he was carrying, and I called out to him. This had all the markings of a drug deal. He opened the box. I looked over the merchandise. I handed him the cash. He handed me the box, and that was it. That purchase was soon followed by a Focusrite VoiceMaster Pro channel strip with an interface block, which I thought would give me more control over my sound, but which really did little more than confuse me 
because I didn't know what the optical compressor or the vintage harmonics or the voice-optimized EQ switches did. But it looked great in the rack on the desk, with all the dials and buttons and the lights and the VU meter. And that brings me to my first suggestion for buying used equipment. Know what you're looking for and what it does before you drag it home. By the way, that Voicemaster Pro is still in the rack on the desk because it still looks so good. My next purchase was a better microphone, or should I say one more suited to my voice. I'd attended a voice conference hosted at Disneyland, and several of the exhibitors at the conference had microphones set up that you could use in a little booth and then listen to your voice on headphones. My favorite was a Neumann TLM-49 that was well out of my price range, but that experience got me started on the hunt. And sure enough, after several months, a Neumann TLM-49 showed up on Craigslist well below the street price for the new mic. I had an established rule for Craigslist purchases of always meeting in open public places. But this time, the young man who had the mic said he had to watch the kids that day, so we met at his apartment. He took me into the second bedroom where he had his sound equipment set up. It was quite an eye-opener. Several mics on stands, racks of preamps, channel strips, studio monitors, cables running everywhere. He pulled a Halliburton case out of the closet, and there was the Neumann, mint, packed in dense foam. I asked why he was selling it, and he mumbled that he had to pay the rent. This brings me to my second suggestion. If you're shopping for things locally that plug in, such as mics and interfaces, take along what you need, such as a laptop, a cable, an interface, whatever, so you can test the unit on the spot. I lucked out with the TLM-49. It was very lightly used, and had spent most of its time in the closet. But it could have gone another way, and I wouldn't have had much recourse, because I handed the owner the cash and walked out with a scribbled piece of notebook paper that said I'd purchased a mic. Not exactly an ironclad guarantee. My money was probably on the way to the landlord by the time I got to my car. Another avenue is to ask other voice talent or acquaintances using electronic gear if they have anything used to sell or trade. A Focusrite TwinTrack Pro channel strip joined the Focusrite Voicemaster in the rack when I asked Julie Williams, my co-host on this podcast, if she had any unused equipment in her closet. I think we traded out some editing and mastering on one of her audiobook projects, and I paid the shipping even more dials and switches that I didn't understand. I just couldn't get that Focusrite monkey off my back. And, yeah, it's still in the rack, too. Hey, let's take a quick break for this. Hi, I'm Julie Williams, and I've been doing voiceovers for close to half a century now um, and coaching for decades. And I mostly teach long form, you know, e-learning, narration, explainer, and medical. Uh, in fact, I'm known as the foremost expert in medical narration training because I, I teach you how to tell the story even if you don't understand the story. And that's why uh, most of the coaches send their people to me for that. Really, I do anything long form. I used to coach commercials as well. But I found somebody who's so much better at it than I am. And that's Mark Cashman. So now I send my, my people to him because 
I cannot in good conscience take somebody's money for coaching when I know there's somebody else that does it better than I do. So I send everyone who wants to know about commercial acting to Mark Cashman because I don't think there's anybody better at it than Mark. He's just incredible. So if it's your your goal, your dream to do commercial acting, Mark Cashman is the person to get you there. In fact, I, uh, I respect him so much that I created a rounded out curriculum where I teach the narration, e-learning, explainer, medical, you know, stuff like that. Um, according to your needs, you know, we, we individualize the curriculum and Mark teaches commercial. And then we also have training in marketing. So if you'd like information about that, uh, that, that new package I've just put together, um, email me at Julie at voice hyphen overs.com. That's don't forget the hyphen in there. Julie at voice hyphen overs.com overs.com. Okay. We're back with more about buying used equipment. Always keep your ears open for potential used bargains. When I was interviewed for a TV story about a local farmer's market I'd started up with my wife, the young man doing the interview learned that I was doing some voiceover work and mentioned that they were going to be upgrading their mics, and would I like to purchase a Sennheiser 416. I drooled a bit, and aloud as I would if the price was right, He said they would want around $250, and I said I would take it. Now, it turned out to be a Sennheiser 416T, which means that it can run on its own little battery-powered interface that provides the phantom power, which was pretty cool, but didn't really fit my needs. But I was able to purchase a $30 adapter which plugs it into an interface or preamp and uses the standard phantom power. And there's another suggestion. Don't walk away from an older model of something just because it doesn't plug in the way you think it should. See suggestion one. Know what something does and how it works before you drag it home. And by the way, that 416 has continued to work just fine for five or six years, maybe even longer. It's what I'm recording on for this episode of the VoiceOver Insider podcast. Over the years, I've made other used purchases. On Craigslist, I found a mint pair of Yamaha HS50 studio monitors for just under $200. When the inbox started getting scratchy after a couple of years of use, I found a Digidesign Rack 002 on eBay. Now, purchasing on eBay is a whole different animal, of course. You're not going to see the equipment, except in the often very poor photos taken by the seller, apparently using a cheap cell phone with a dirty lens. There are a couple of things to check. How many transactions has the seller had, and what kind of ratings has he or she received for recent transactions? Is the seller offering a return policy? Is the seller located in your country and not shipping from overseas? Has the item been fully described? There's an opportunity to ask the seller questions. If he or she doesn't respond, That in itself is a pretty good clue that it's time to look elsewhere. While I'm fortunate to have never had a bad transaction on eBay in more than two dozen purchases of electronic and photographic equipment, I know it does happen. A particular item to watch for is counterfeit microphones. Several purchasers have reported on forums in the past two years that they ended up with counterfeit Sennheiser 416s that were actually made in and shipped from China. My most recent used purchase was an upgrade in my audio chain, an Avalon M5 preamp, 
again purchased on eBay. All along, I'd been using the preamps built into the various interfaces I was using. I was very pleased to hear how both my TLM-49 and the Sennheiser sounded through the Avalon. These are subtle differences, but they are there. Some of the noise that I thought was just part of the room, or maybe inherent in the microphone design, just went away. To wrap up, I want to encourage you to investigate the used voiceover equipment market, but do it with your eyes open. As in other areas of voiceover, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is just that. Pick the items you want to search for on the used market. Ask questions. Shop locally, if possible, so you can take along the necessary equipment to give a mic or an interface a try. And don't be hesitant to walk away from a deal if it just doesn't feel right. I'll be back in a couple of weeks with more about purchasing used equipment, including some stories from some other voice talent who have had good and bad experiences when shopping the used market. I hope you found that information helpful and enjoyable. If you would like a free strategy session with Julie Williams to talk about your VO career, just email julie at voice-overs.com and we'll get you on the schedule. If you'd like to train in nonfiction audiobook narration, I'd be happy to work with you. Email Pratt at comcast.net. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll catch you next week on a brand new episode of the VoiceOver Insider Podcast.